Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I am Jen Sullivan. My partner in crime, Jess Matlin, is not here this Friday. She is busy, busy, but she missed out because I have a guest for you, Maz Hannah. I met her because I used her as a source for a story I wrote, and the minute we started talking, I was like, you need to come on my podcast. The fam is going to love you, love what you have to say. So she's a celebrity manicurist and nail artist. She's done the nails of lots of celebrities, Julia Roberts, Greta Gerwig, Amber Heard, and she's probably best known as the creator of the Crystal Healing Manicure. She also has a line of high-vibration skincare called Maz Hannah, and the reason I actually met her is because on top of all of this, I got connected 
to her through her agency, and that's called Nailing Hollywood Agency. And it represents influencers in the nail world, nail stylists such as Hang Wen, which is the she's the Hang Edit on Instagram. Her nails are amazing. You have to check it out. Sansung Kim and others. So she's helping manicurists, or you know, as she calls them, nail stylists, to manage their careers and create content. She also shares with us in this interview what she wants to do for the nail industry as a whole. Some of the work she's doing to improve working conditions and make it a better place. And we talk about how to know if the nail salon that you're going to is somewhere that you should be giving your money to, any red flags if there's some sort of practices at that nail salon that might be illegal and or questionable. Because that's something I think a lot of people worry about when they're getting their nails done. And of course, we're going to talk about nail gels, gel manicures, the health of that, everything like that. She's got her hands in. Oh, God. Yes, she's got her hands in. I did not mean that pun, but that's a good hand. She's got her hands in all aspects of the nail industry business. So I'm excited to introduce you to her. Let's get into it. Maz, hi. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I like that we coordinated on the pink. Did you notice that? <laughs> I know, right? Pink makes everybody happy, and it's cold I here in California. I was looking through your work, and I was just like, she likes pink. <laughs> I do. It's my favorite color. It's a good high vibrational color, right? It's very high vibe. All right. I want to get into high vibrational because I have so many questions, but first let's talk about you. This is, you do so many things. You're like 52 jobs last time <laughs> I checked, but, but let's talk about nails. What was the first time you got paid to do someone's nails? Do you remember? I do. I mean, you could have been 12 for all I know. <laughs> now, well, okay. I have been doing nails for a very long time, but the first time I got paid to do nails was actually for a campaign for Christian Cowan. It was with a photographer who I had done some beauty shoots with. His name's Vijit Mohindra. He's amazing. And he was shooting this campaign for Christian Cowan. And I think the name of the brand was Moshika. I don't remember how to pronounce it, but it was an animal leather goods campaign. We had a model who was modeling with all of these animals. And then there were like 15 different animals there, dogs of all sizes. There was a pig. And I actually gave a chihuahua a manicure that day. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, wow, is this what it's like to do nails on set? Did you paint the chihuahuas I did. I painted them pink. And they were pink. It's perfect. This is the best (laughs) answer I could have gotten to this question. Literally, I could not be any happier right now. I'm glad that you're happy. It was a Did you also do the models? Oh, yeah. The models I mean, I thought that that's what I was doing. But then, you know, they have this adorable little chihuahua. And we were talking about like how funny and cute it would be if we painted the dog's nails. And I just so happened to have like a water-based nail polish. So it worked on the dog and it was super And cute. no dogs were harmed. No guys. dogs were that? harmed. That's an amazing story and definitely not just like a friend who needed their nails done for a special event, which is what I was like picturing because <laughs> you didn't start out in nails, I know. Like how did you – like what was that? Like in your 20s, I'm guessing? No. So my road to nails is kind of crazy. So I had a long career in advertising before I even got into the beauty world. I lived in New York for a long time and I had an awesome opportunity to help a New York agency open up their LA office. So I moved out here. Yeah. And it ended up being, I thought it was going to be my dream job, but it just ended up being one of the most stressful, misaligned things that I could do with my life. I had a really abusive client and we were flying home from a particularly terrible creative review. I was a creative director and copywriter, but we were flying home from that. And I had like a full-blown panic attack on 
the airplane. And it was a horrible, low, low moment. I was so mortified and embarrassed. I mean, I like passed out. I vomited. I started like taking my dress off. Like it was a very scary situation. And my colleagues had messaged my husband to tell him what happened. And when I got home that night, he sat me down and he's like, you cannot do this anymore. Like it's, it's not worth the money. And I knew in that moment, I was like, the career that was such a huge part of my identity was now no longer for me. Like I just, my body was physically rejecting it. So that night I sat down and I gave thought to what would I do if I could start my life over in my mid thirties? What are the things that bring me joy and give me passion? And the things that have always done that for me were nails and crystals. I was obsessed with nails my whole life. I taught myself how to do acrylics in middle school. They were such a huge part of my thing. Even throughout my advertising career, I would always go to these really cool little nail studios in New York City where I would plan out my manicure. I'd get something different on every nail. And I I really felt like there was an opportunity to create a nail salon that catered to a woman like myself, somebody who's busy, who's overworked, who's stressed out, who doesn't have time to actually enjoy their manicure pedicure experience. For me, I felt like because I was client facing, like I had to have perfect nails all the time too. So even though I loved the nails, it was kind of stressful. So I thought about how could I create something that would appeal to me and women like me and I had this idea, and I know this is like kind of a crazy story, but I thought I'm going to open a crystal healing nail salon because the other thing that I loved so much are crystals, which is a whole separate crazy story. So that night I decided, I'm like, okay, I am going to do the crazy thing that people will probably judge me for. And I gave my resignation the next day. I gave them a few months of notice because I was in a pretty senior position there and I didn't want to put anyone in a bad position. So during those few months when I was transitioning out of my role, I went to nail school. I got my crystal healing certification and I started working on a business plan for this nail salon. And the whole thing was going to be that we were going to be open really early in the morning, like so women could go before work, Mm. be open really late at night. So after they put their kids to bed, they can buzz out and take care of themselves. And I was really excited about this like new journey that I was going to be embarking on. Let me just pause you. That sounds more stressful to me than you're, you have to be open early in the morning to late at night. Like, I love that you were like, I need less stress. Let me start an entire business with consumer facing retail operations. Like, but because I guess you, you were passionate, so it didn't yeah. feel as stressful. No, I, it's just, it's what I loved. I'll say this I'm a Capricorn. I don't know if you're into astrology at all, but like working is such a huge part of who we are as people. And the thing is with advertising, I mean, it was 24 hours. I mean, I would have nightmares about things. I really could never shut off ever, even on vacation. Like it just wasn't something that I could do. And part of the thing that I thought to myself is that if I can work this hard for someone else, a total stranger who I don't even know and make them rich, why not work for myself and believe in me? Because that to me is something worth taking a risk on. And I can't think of a better person to invest in than myself. All right. Did everybody just record that? Because I feel like there's so many people in that position that, yeah, might have doubts that that is the case. But clearly you took that to heart and ran with it. And so did you open this nail salon? No. So that's when the magic started what to happened? happen. So I had just left my advertising job, like no kidding, a day or two. And a friend of a friend who 
represented musical artists, musicians in New York, had reached out seeing if there was any way I could be an assistant for one of his clients who was coming to LA for a photo shoot. He's like, I know you don't have a job right now. And like, it would be great if you could just pick this girl up from her hotel, take her to the shoot and be there and just kind of make sure she's taken care of and has what she needs. So of course I did it. Love helping people out. I take this girl to set and ended up being this huge production at Milk Studios. And I had these crazy nails on because I was practicing stuff. Like I had, they were like long black gel extensions with like a mylar inlay. Like you could not miss these nails. And the woman who was there noticed my nails and we started chatting. We had a funny little exchange, but once the artist went to Stent and started shooting, she pulled me aside and she was like, what is the deal? You've got these fabulous nails that you said you did yourself. I can tell you're not an assistant. Like, what is up with you? And I told her, I was like, well, up until a couple of days ago, I was a creative director in an advertising agency. And now I'm going to open a crystal healing nail salon. And she asked me, she's like, have you ever thought about doing celebrity nails? Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to recognize one thing. Like, I understand that there is so much privilege in the story that I'm telling. And it does make me really uncomfortable at times to talk about how easy the things came the... for me. Yeah, yeah. Like I, but I, I do think it's a testament to the fact that I have worked really hard my whole life with everything I've done to try to be a perfectionist and I'm a good person and I try to help people out. And I just really think that like once I allowed the universe to kind of do its thing for me and trust in that risk that I was taking, things just kind of happen. But it didn't come without its own challenges. We can talk about that later. So anyway, she asked me if I ever thought about celebrity nails and it wasn't something that I had thought about. And it turns out that that woman I was chatting with was Jenna Hip, who's like an iconic manicurist. She mm-hmm. is the founder of Nailing Hollywood. And she was telling me all about that side of things. And she and I just really hit it off. We spent the whole day talking together. We both felt like the universe brought us together. And then I had lunch with her and her business partner the following week. And they were really impressed with my professionalism and the skill level that I had. And even though I had only gone to nail school like recently, I really had been doing nails my entire life. Like it was just a thing that I was really good at naturally. So then I got representation from Nailing Hollywood. And that's when things really started to take off. In a very funny turn of events, one of the co-founders of Nailing Hollywood, um, Jenna's business partner, became sick, and they needed someone to step in and help them run the business side of things. And I stepped in without any questions asked, and we never discussed money or anything like that. And I just jumped in and, and helped them with anything they needed. And they both recognized how I treated that business like it was my own. And then fast forward to a few years later, they approached me to see if I was interested in taking over the agency because they wanted to move on and do different things. And that's kind of how that whole thing happened. It was really, really wild. So you never opened a nail salon. Instead, you became a celebrity nail stylist and bought a nail agency where you represent other nail stylists. Yeah, it was Am I really, getting that right? Yes, you're getting it right. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Which is a crazy story. It's it's honestly so insane. And when I tell the story, especially like the longer-winded detailed version, like people's jaws drop. Like it really is crazy. And I, I can't believe that this is my life. I'm so grateful and full of gratitude every single day. Oh, we didn't even mention that you like have your own line now and skincare and everything, which we will get into. But first <sighs> I have to ask since like, 
I'm presenting you to the Fat Mascara family as a nail artist, a nail stylist. I have to ask, are you still doing like private clients these days? So the pandemic kind of changed a lot of things. I was seeing clients regularly up until that happened. And then there was so much fear around getting your nails done. Another thing that I would do a lot of in addition to celebrities is like working on set, doing like photo shoots, editorials and things like that. But for the first six months of the pandemic, it was pretty quiet. I would like sneak in a couple house calls here and there, but it was very like risque and like people were freaked out about it. It was just a weird time. And then I ended up getting pregnant and I had a really difficult pregnancy. So I couldn't work while I was pregnant. And then now I have a one-year-old baby. So the, Mm. the set work and celebrity clients hasn't been what it used to be for me. And now that I've, Mm -hmm. I mean, Nailing Hollywood has, has grown so much and there's so many exciting things we have going on and I'm really tied down with the business side of things. So as passionate as I am about taking care of people and doing nails, I'm not really taking clients actively at this time. Not to say that's not going to change. Like I have amazing support with my family. So I'm able to take that time away if I need it. But right now it's not something that I'm doing frequently. So are you like, okay, you're mama bear to your one-year-old, but are you also like mama bear to all these nail stylists that are part of your agency? What do you do for them? Like what's your job as like the head of their agency? Yeah. So our job is to create deep connections with our clients, different brands, publicists, PR companies, and and see how we can help our artists elevate the brands that they work with. So that's one side of things. So just keeping those relationships alive. Also our relationships with producers, publicists who represent different celebrities, and just making sure that the the work is coming in, that the work keeps on coming back. We also negotiate all of our artist contracts to make sure that if they're working with a brand, that there's nothing in there that could put them in a bad position or prevent future opportunities. We have an artist who actually wrote a really beautiful nail art deck. I think I might've mentioned this to you before, but we helped her get that together. What's her name? Her name's Hung Win, the hang edit on Instagram. She's unbelievably talented. And this is launching in March. So really, like, we are, I mean, the agent, the talent managers, I guess you could say, for the incredibly talented artists that we represent and just take care of them. And, like, anything they need, we have them. And, of course, we coordinate and organize their schedules. Like, there's a lot that goes into that. But, yeah, we're their go-to people. We we love our artists. We're, I'd say, more boutique agency. So we have mm-hmm. a very close-knit group of people that have all different offerings. That's another thing I feel like is very unique about us is that each of our artists that we work with, we call them nail stylists, they have a different thing that they specialize in. So it's important to us, too, as we expand the agency that we're bringing you know, people into the mix who are offering different things. What are these different things? Because I know there's people out there like, what are you talking about? You just put polish on a nail. Like, (laughs) I realize nail art has exploded in the last decade. There are so many ways to, like, design a nail. But what are some of the ways you're talking about? Yeah, so I think that everybody has, like, their different styles that they they do. So, like, for example, Hung is – her whole thing is, like, really fun, contemporary – modern nail art that uses a lot of negative space. So like, that's kind of her thing. She does work with gel, but her, she's mostly like a a lacquer kind of gal. So she stays in that world. She also is a classically trained painter. So she does a lot of really cool, unique outside of the box type of nail art. That's not just like a pretty design, but super creative. So like, for example, she did a campaign with Tic Tac and their main message is that they have like a hundred layers of flavor. So she did 
she built a Tic Tac on her nail with a hundred layers of polish. So like she does just really cool, fun things like that. It's crazy. Like I'll have to tag you in it on Instagram, but so that's her thing. And then we have our artist Queenie. She's really amazing at the celebrity stuff, red carpet, really ahead of trends, sets, sets Queenie trends. Queenie Nguyen? Queenie Nguyen, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Nail art by Queenie. So that's, that's her thing. Then we have another artist named Rachel Joseph, who she's actually from New York. She's only been in LA for about a year or so now, but she's really great at a lot of the celebrity red carpet stuff. She specializes in more like clean beauty. She only works with natural nails where, you know, Queenie works with nail enhancements and all those things. And, you know, then we have this other content creator who's insanely talented. Her name is Sansung Kim. And she does a lot of really dimensional nail art. So like she has, for example, this sculpted nail set that she created where it has a little hinge on the top and you like lift it up and it exposes like a 3D heart that she hand sculpted. She used it. It's really wild. Did you see it? It looks like a Fabergé egg come to life. It's insane. Or like a musical box or something. Like that's like straight up fine art and it just happened to go on someone's nail. It's crazy Exactly. But as you're describing all these other people, like, what's the Maz thing? Like, I know you're not working, but, like, where did you yeah. fit into this? Are you the crystal girl? I'm the crystal girl. <laughs> so it's funny what does because that mean? it kind of ties into my my original goal of the salon. So let's just take a step back for a second to that moment, like, when I met Jenna and quickly started working with a lot of celebrity clients. So I know a good opportunity when I see one. And after a few months of working regularly, I was like, okay, like let's just listen to the path that the universe put me on here and go with it. But at the same time, it was very important to me that I didn't get wrapped up in another career that I didn't have complete control over. So I kind of took a step back and I thought, okay, well, I have these beautiful protocols that I designed for a salon setting using the crystals. How can I bring this into people's homes and make this a really special service that I can do with somebody one-on-one? And that's when I created the crystal healing manicure. And with that, I would do a chakra assessment of my clients. And then based on their energetic needs, I would make different custom blended like oils and sprays and lotions. And I would go to their home and I would use all these products on them. And then I'd give them an amazing manicure and put crystals on their nails. So that's the thing. Were the crystals like embellishment crystals or crystals that were meant to help with this whole chakra thing? Exactly. Crystals that were meant to help with the whole chakra thing. So like- I'm going to just full disclosure, I'm such a skeptic, an open-minded skeptic. Yeah. What can a chakra healing do for someone? Like what's going on? Here's the thing is that this, and it's, you can't push it on anyone. Like I never push it on anyone. I just know for me- I've always been very, very drawn to crystals. Ever since I was a kid growing up, funny, in a suburb of Philly, which I know you're familiar with, I had neighbors mm-hmm. who were witches, and they had this huge pink rose quartz in their backyard. And I just okay. felt- I know. It was wild. Like, So I lived in a, in a neighborhood where the houses were like twin houses, and my best friend lived in the house attached to them. And we could like see from her bedroom window into their yard. And they used to have all of these like crazy ceremonies and stuff. It was really wild. So- I felt just super attracted to this pink rock and I would just go over there and touch it, put my body on it and just feel it. And I could feel that there was something there. And it wasn't until I was older and I was living in New York City and somebody had gifted me a crystal that was blessed by a shaman where I really felt the energy, like I could feel it in the palm of my hand. And I would bring that crystal with me to like new business pitches when I was working in advertising and just keep it around and getting more and more into it. And then of course, coming to LA, it's like the crystal capital. (laughs) They're everywhere. So then I found myself 
turning to crystals to like help relieve physical pain. So like I was having sinus surgery and I went to my local crystal shop and I picked up some carnelian and a few and a few other things. And I have a lot of allergies to pain medication. So I was rubbing the carnelian on my face after I had the surgery and it was really helping relieve the pain. So again, I'm I'm just saying this because I feel like everybody's journey with crystals is so different, but in terms of how crystals work and the the thinking behind that is that everything in the universe is made of energy and it's all vibrating at different frequencies and humans for a variety of different reasons, we tend to vibrate at a lower frequency. A lot of that has to do with like the stress we're under, the food we eat, technology, all these things can hurt your vibration. And crystals naturally resonate at a very high frequency and their frequency isn't affected by all of those things. So when you bring a crystal into your space- Wait, what does that mean resonating frequency? Like if I hooked up some electric thing to them, I would see a wave of energy? So there's different studies that people have done to show that. Like I didn't know if we were like being scientific or just like I should just go with the language and the language is not a science language. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know, like- and again, it's it's, and hey, I will say this. When I worked in advertising, I was in pharmaceutical advertising. So I know my way around a clinical study, and I believe in all that completely. I am a science person. <laughs> and a legal disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, just to make that clear, like I'm not some weirdo. not work for you, listeners. Right, totally. And, you know, I'm very careful not to make claims about those things with my products. But look, it's something that works. I'm not doubting that it's felt, but yeah. I was just wondering, like, how do people measure frequency? They're all di- you know what there I mean? There are different scientific ways to measure the frequency. There's different devices you can use. One of the things that I used when I was in my crystal healing classes is dousing rods, which if you look those up, they're like these two copper poles that you hold in your hand and you can put them towards crystals and like the energy causes the copper to separate. So that's how that goes. That's one of, of the ways you're it. telling that they're, they're vibrating yeah. at a but you can at a higher like, I, I feel it like it it I'm sensitive to that stuff so I can feel the energy of a crystal if I'm stressed out like I have my little you know crystal kit that I you know pull out things based on what I need have you been with people that like for whatever reason they're just not their mind's not open to it so they're just yeah. not going to vibe with it oh, like 100%. that's not going to work for them yep it's so it has to be like you have to come to the crystal healing idea with it wanting to work because yep. that's when your ma- mind sort of tunes in, right? Yeah, totally. Oh, God, I feel like I'd be the worst cr- chakra session person. <laughs> no, you'd, you'd be fine. You've got but I know what energy. you mean about energy. Like, yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. Like, there's things that do that for me. They might not be rocks, but sorry, I shouldn't call them rocks. Crystals. Yeah, crystals, rocks. But I get what you're them. saying. So have you seen, so you'd go to a client, like these protocols that you were doing, this crystal he- yeah. healing manicure. What were some of the benefits that someone would see? Like, you'd sit down with them, you'd do a chakra session, like- were they just like, could you see them relax? Like, yeah, was it, it would totally disarm. It's more than a manicure, people. right? It is more than a manicure. So, like, you have, and look, I would do regular house calls where like the crystals would never even be a part of the conversation, but there was this very specific crystal manicure that I was telling you about. So, I'd go to their home, I'd give them the manicure, put the crystals on their nails, and most of the people who were booking specifically the crystal manicure, they felt at ease, they were calm, they were into it. One of the ways that the Crystal Healing Manicure became popular is that a beauty editor got wind of it and asked me if I could give her one. So I went to her house in Malibu and I gave her this manicure. She was so skeptical. 
And she ended up loving it. She wrote an amazing article on Refinery29 about it. And then that's when people started reaching out to buy the products and I wasn't selling them. And that's how my brand kind of started. But one of the things that she also loved about it was she would rub the crystals and she felt like that was very soothing. So for the two weeks that she had the manicure on, she would just kind of like rub them and it would help relax Because they were part of the manicure, like a little talisman on the tip of your fingers. Exactly. Yes. They were were attached with gel. I mean, think about fidget spinners or whatever the hell. Yes. Like, it's even better than that. Yeah. And I noticed, too, that, like, if people are prone to picking, having the crystal on their nail and just kind of, like, rubbing that kind of kept them from picking at it because it's I so I totally see that. Yeah. yeah. It's distracting your mind. But then, as you said with the frequencies, if it has a calming property, like, you're getting double the benefit and all yep. you had to do is you already were going to have a cute manicure, so might as well have it be cute. Like, now, will crystal people be very upset with me for saying that crystals are pretty? No, they're beautiful. Okay. That's usually what draws people in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because you were talking about your artists who have negative space, and this one works with 3D art. And I'm like, crystals are also like art in that way, right? Like, they've been part of makeup and nails for years. So I don't want to belittle this practice that you have taught, you know, have taken classes for and like really have incorporated into your business. But I, but it is kind of pretty, right? Yeah. It's so pretty. It's really, really pretty. <laughs> Especially cause like I wouldn't just throw crystals on the nails. I would do a lot of other fun things too and add like cool little details to make it really sparkle and look beautiful. So Maz Hanna, the brand was after you were doing this protocol that you came up with, Yep. people asking for the product. So what is in the product line then? The nail art? Or like, yeah. Well, no. So the, it's skincare. It's skincare. Yeah. So when I was working with um, Greta Gerwig during her Ladybird press tour, NBD guys, NBD. <laughs> just I'm like bow down. I think she's a genius. She's Go amazing. On. She's so talented. But yeah, so like the I started getting some inquiries about buying the products, and that was kind of in the back of my mind. And then I was working with Greta during the whole Ladybird thing, and I was using CBD lotion on her feet. And I couldn't find – it was, like, right when CBD started to come out, maybe in, like, 2015 or so – or no, 2017. It was, like, 2017. So I couldn't really find a brand that I I liked that felt elevated enough for my clients. And, like, you have to keep in mind, too, when you're working with celebrities, you're not, like, (laughs) rubbing Juergens on their leg. You're using, like, $150 face serums on their entire body pretty much. So, like, it has to be a certain level of quality – And I just couldn't find a CBD lotion that didn't have like cheap plastic packaging or something like that. So I have this like light bulb moment when I was rubbing her feet and I'm like, oh my God, I should create a foot spray that's like fast absorbing and non-greasy, beautiful packaging, clean ingredients that I could use on my clients before they hit the red carpet. And that's kind of what gave me this idea for for the brand and how it all started to come together is that... Wait, I'm sorry. Excuse my ignorance, but what's yeah, yeah. a foot spray do? Are we talking like a lotion, an antiseptic, a like No, cooling, it's... A- so I have a product called Magic Mist and okay, it's, tell me. it's like a liquid spray that you spray on. You can use it anywhere on the body, but in this instance, I use it on the feet and it's fast absorbing. It smells incredible and it's got CBD, MSM, white willow bark extract, aloe leaf juice, like all of these really nice hydrating things that just can help your feet stay refreshed and feel good when you're shoving them into heels. Hot feet. I totally know what you're talking yeah. about. Is this how celebrities like walk down the red carpet in those insane shoes with a beautiful pedicure and their feet don't look all swollen and veiny? I mean, my clients. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always think that because I'll look at, I mean, I know the photos are retouched too, but I'm like, if my foot was in that sandal, like there would be like veins bulging and. (laughs) 
And mine too. Believe me, it's rough down there. That's such a fun product. So you you spray that on and just is like a refreshing effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. So anyway, I lo- I ended up launching this line, and the thing that's so cool about it and how everything feels full circle is that you know that my ultimate goal was to open this nail salon to cater to women, and I ended up walking away from that. But then I was approached by Minilux, which is an incredible nail salon chain. They're in Boston, LA, and Texas, and they're growing. I think they're in, they're in Florida too now. But they approached me about creating a crystal healing manicure service in all of their salons. So now you can actually go and get this service using all of these high vibrational products in every Minilux location which is awesome. Now, are you training people on that? They're not getting like a chakra reading and all that. They're just getting the- So yeah. So when I say that, so like the crystal healing manicure where the chakra assessment is happening and I'm making like custom products just for the client, putting crystals on their nails, that's not happening. But after working with a lot of clients over the years and kind of figuring out what people's needs are, I made a really- beautiful line of products that are specified for different things that kind of check the boxes of the energetic needs of the majority of people. So it's like a great one size fits all, super relaxing manicure pedicure experience. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. 
until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's Super Power Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. I know that the nail salon industry, I don't know about this chain, but I know there a lot of people are concerned about both the health of themselves, the health of the nail techs, the mental health of the nail techs. Like as you've begun now working, not with your own salons, but other salons, what concerns you about the industry? What is, what's going on these days? Do, Do you still have concerns about those things? This is something I feel so passionately about. I have tremendous concerns about the nail industry as a whole. And that's why like when we partner with salons, it's really important that we're aligned in our values, that they treat their employees well, they pay them a fair wage, that they're going above and beyond to make sure that they have training and resources. So there are a lot of concerns about the nail industry. And this is something that I feel a very strong calling to try to fix, which I know it's it's a very big problem. There is this need for people to band together to elevate the nail industry. So I created something called the TEN Society, which stands for the Elevated Nail, T-E-N, society that will bring together manicurists to sort of form a community of people who are willing or who are dedicated to elevating the industry standard because you have to start with the manicurists themselves. You have to make sure that people feel empowered to say no in situations that they don't want to be in, to report employers who are not following the rules that are there because, I mean, 
here's the thing is that people who are spending $10, $15 for a manicure at the corner nail salon, like there's a lot of things that are happening there, I'm sure. That's that a red flag, right? It's a red flag. It is because you have to think about the real cost of, 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 of getting your nails done in a cheap manicure. What is that? Somebody, you might not be suffering from a financial perspective, but like someone's suffering there because it's, you can't make a living spending 45 minutes with a client and like getting $15 for it. It's just not, it's not feasible. So I'm committed to getting together as many artists as possible which then will bring brands into the mix and just help raise the standard in nail care across the board. Because think about how powerful it would be if we could have these big nail brands not sell their product to salons that aren't ethical and doing the right thing. And I'm not saying every nail salon needs to be this bougie, fancy place, Mm -hmm. but people need to be treated well and there needs to not be human trafficking and all these other horrible things that go on. So I do feel that being in this position of influence with Nailing Hollywood and my own brand and things like that, that it's important that that's used for good. And I'm really dedicated to making that happen and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Is there like a consumer side to this? Like, is there something that if you're listening to this and you go to your corner nail salon that would be beside a cost, like you said, where like, think about the hourly wage in the city where you live and the price you just paid and how long it took. Obviously, you can do some mental math and decide, I bet you this person is not being paid fairly. But are there some other things to be aware of, like looking around for like cosmetology licenses or asking your nail tech? I don't know. Like, I think people want to be good consumers and don't always know how to do that. Also in a way that's not insulting. Totally. You know, say this person is perfectly fine in their position and they have a good working relationship with the salon owner and whatever. And here you come in like, oh yeah, were you trafficked? Like, how did you, you know, like you don't want to be. So what are, what should the consumer do? So if I, the way that I like to do it, and this was more of an issue when I was living in New York, like I feel like it, it doesn't seem as bad where I am now in California, but ask questions, like make sure that the salon seems clean, make sure there's no indications where it looks like people are actually living there. Cause that's something that happens too. Where there's women who are living in the salon and they're forced to work. Yeah. There's just, a, there's a lot of stuff. I, I really would encourage people to do some research on that. I know the New York times did an expose a few years ago about that. And I'm also kind of sensitive because people in the nail industry freak out like the second you criticize it or call out things for being wrong because they feel like their work is being threatened. But you can kind of tell, I feel like when a salon feels off. So if you're someone who's been going to a place, you know, reconsider it and and see, see if you can pick up a vibe. And if you feel truly like things might be going on there, And I would say, don't just like do this, you know, anytime things seem a little weird, but like, if you really feel like people are threatened, like report them. Not directly to the owner at the time, go back Better Business Bureau and or your 311 or whatever it is in your city of like, hey, working conditions here didn't seem right. Like just flagging that. Hopefully somebody would follow up on that. So this 10. 10 society. 10 society. So so the people that will be helping you to do this are the manicures that are working in the salons every day, not celebrity on set type manicures, right? So I have kind of a phased approach of how I'd like to do this. So I Mm. think, again, using our influence for good is really important. And there are a lot of incredibly talented on set manicurists who do have big followings and they're followed by a lot of nail tech. So I think it's important to bring all of us together, the ones who are in that set world, working with the A-list clients and just kind of getting on the same page. And then from there, kind of work together to expand out and get every manicurist involved. Like I truly feel like if... 
everyone is in this together, we can do such amazing things. And I feel like I identify as a feminist and there's no better way to support women than by helping elevate the community that you're in. Yes. Preach. I love this. I know this is like, we talked about a lot of deep stuff and and how the nail industry, state of the nail industry and the things that you want to do. And I clearly think you have the resume to, to do them because of all of the experience and maturity that you're bringing to this. But can I be like totally superficial sure. and just ask about nails a little bit? Yes. Let's talk about now? Are you kidding? I, I love like we nails. Deep. <laughs> we did get deep. Let's get a little light. <laughs> well, because the reason actually that how I met you was I was doing an interview about like nail gel because I have heard this so many times. Like people, I feel like a lot of people now, especially people that work, get nail gels because they hold up. If you're at a job like a, a nurse or a chef or someone that works with their hands or even a professional typing, like nail gels are so prevalent yes. that they're worried they're going to damage their nails. Yeah. What's the Maz take. So my take on this is that it really just comes down to the experience of the nail tech who is applying and removing the nail. Like you just have to make sure they're being removed properly. I mean, I also think like, I'm going to be honest for a second, people pick their gels off and be like, oh, my nails are damaged. Yeah, well, no shit, they're damaged. You just ripped a layer of your nail plate off. <laughs> Wait, that happened to me. I usually don't. I was watching The Last <laughs> of Us, you know, that new HBO show. I got so scared. Oh, I looked down that, at yeah. my nails afterwards. I was like, my nail tech's going to kill me. I like peeled <laughs> off the edge of like, listen, do not watch a scary movie when your nail gels are on like week two. Because oh it's my too God, tempting. No. <laughs> yes, but you're right. Do you're not right. do that. So don't pick them off. That's going to cause yeah. damage, obviously. Yeah, but I think gels, if applied and removed properly, they really won't damage your nails. The problem with this, and here we go back to people not being paid a fair wage for what they're doing. If you're going to a nail salon that's churning out a gel manicure in like a super quick time and people don't have access to the right tools, the right products to get the gel off, your nails will get damaged. So it's, it, I think it's funny because especially as women – we have such a loyal relationship with like our hair person, our Botox person, <laughs> like all of the people, our eyebrow people, our lash people, you know, like there's, we have this, this deep loyalty to everything else. But when it comes to nails, people tend to be less interested or see less value for some reason in establishing a relationship with a manicurist. I think that oh people— Oh, my God, you're right. It's the only yeah. place in beauty where you just, like, expect to walk in and, right. like, five minutes later have, like, the quality— Like, can you imagine if you did that at a hair salon? You're like, right? I, hi, I need, like, a double process. <laughs> they laugh you, at you. That's—I see people—I always make an appointment, but I see people walk into my nail salon that I go to, and they are, like, pissed off if they cannot be seen right away. And I see the owner, like, the tension of, like, she really wants to accommodate someone, yeah. but now has to, like— finagle around who's available and like always says yes, even though I'm like looking around the room and I'm like, there's no way that woman's going to be seen in five minutes. Like everybody here is yeah. still on like their soak or whatever it is. <laughs> exactly. What? Yeah. Like why are we so demanding? Damn it. No. We're horrible. It's so strange. <laughs> but you know, I feel like the, the industry allowed people to get away with it for a long time. And that's why I'm I just feel like we need to change it. Like, it's time to change. Yeah, and there weren't all these services, too. Right. Like, then if it really was just putting polish on a person's hands, which is in, it really isn't anymore. There's so much that goes into so much. a care, right? And it's expensive. I mean, that's the other thing is these products, the good stuff is not oh. cheap. So there's- And you're talking about the gels yes, and Yes, the- different gel brands and the base coats and the builder gels and the embellishments and even the tools, like a good cuticle pusher and like cuticle nipper, like they can be over $100 if depending on the type of tools that you're getting. I mean, most of them aren't that much, but they're not cheap. Yeah. 
So just going back to the nail gels, it's more about the like the tech doing it and the rush of the job that causes these rumors that they right. aren't healthy than totally. the products themselves. And another thing too, I think it's important when you are booking an appointment to like say you need a gel removal in addition to like a gel manicure because that way they can allot the right amount of time to allow it to soak off. I mean, I've seen like everything in getting my nails done over the years where it's like I go and they'll like use an e-file to file it off or they'll soak it or they'll scrape it with, you know, not enough soaking. So, you know, you just want to make sure I think like when you're removing gel to remove as much of the product as possible with file and then wrap it with the acetone or however the tech is doing it and just make sure it's it's soaking long enough so the product comes off. And we're talking about gels, obviously, not powders and the acrylics that just stay on the nail until they're filed off. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm talking about gel. There's also Easy Off Base Coats, which are amazing. There's a few brands that make them. And you could always bring like an Easy Off Base Coat to your nail appointment and have the, the artist use it. I find, so Orly makes one that seems to work well with every brand. So you can just bring that to the nail salon and have them use that. So Orly's Easy Off Gel Base, it's, so that step is getting cured by a light as well, yes. right? Yep. And, but then your manicurist could use whichever gel she's used to using totally. on top of it and still going to... Can you mix and match like that? Those three steps of gel, like the base, the color, the top, like do they all have to be like bio seaweed brand or whatever it is? So I find, and it's like this with a lot of manicurists too, like people have their preferences. Like they have their preferred base coat, gel brand colors that they use, and then preferred top coats. So I find that base coats and top coats are pretty interchangeable and works well with a lot of other brands. I feel like most brands would claim that if you use all of their products together as a system, that it works best. And I think that it might work a little better, but I haven't had any issues interchanging base and top coats. What do you like to use? Like what's in your nail kit these days? Well, for gel or just product in general? In general. Tell me about products. Oh my God. I am obsessed with Dazzle Dry. It is so incredible. It was actually created by the woman who invented gel back in the 80s, but it applies very similarly to a regular polish. It's got your, you know, you paint on your base coat, you do your color, and then you do your top coat, and it dries within five minutes. It lasts two weeks, and then it comes off with regular polish remover. It is amazing. I will tell you, a listener is who turned me on to that. We got like a razor wand. She called in and tried and explained it to me. And then I got it because of her recommendation. And I was like, huh, this like turns you into the manicurist. Oh kind my God. Of. It's impressive. It's unbelievable. I will say though, it's important that you follow the instructions to a T because if you don't do it right, it won't last as long. But if you do it oh, right. Oh, right. Because the cl- there's one that's like cloudy and you have to soak it in hot water. Otherwise, yes. if you put it on when it's cloudy, it doesn't work. Yes. Yes. Hear that, everybody? User error. User error happens very <laughs> frequently. Okay, so that's something that you're like, and yeah, do you obsessed. use that on clients or just more for yourself? I would use that on clients. And like the thing is, is clients don't even realize that it's special and they just think that my manicures last forever. So if you're a professional manicurist who's doing house calls and things like that, I would definitely invest in it because it will keep your clients very happy. What about for like the rest of your beauty stuff? Like here you are, you're making beautiful skincare, foot sprays. You brought me a lovely pink lip. Like you know your beauty stuff. What else are you using <laughs> these days? I love skincare products and like Tell hair me, care everything. products. So like I, and I'm also really particular about toothpaste, which is weird. Like I've been using Marvis toothpaste forever. I don't know if you know that brand. Yes, we had on the guy who <laughs> was the first American distributor of Marvis. Okay. And he it's is so like, good. I built like like my beauty distribution business on that toothpaste. It's amazing. 
people so who I, love I it love, are like I love Marvis, and I, it's something I keep in my guest area too. And people always comment on how great it is. So Marvis, I love. Oh, you're chic. Okay. <laughs> I also love. Um, Do you have that Aesop hands open the guest area too? <laughs> I, I don't. That I don't have. Okay. But I What's thought your favorite about hand it? soap. Oh yeah. Do you make a hand soap? I don't make a hand soap. I. I mean, I manifest love, that. I think you I need like a cool bottle, throw a little crystal in there. Then I'm getting a recharge when I wash my hands at your house. Oh my God. You know, that's a really good Maybe. idea. I mean, I, I do okay, love, I love a hand soap. I, so it's, it's tricky because now that I have a baby, my hand soap is very boring because we wash his hands a lot. So like I have just like dial. No, I don't dial. I have like Myers brand, but I wouldn't say that's oh, like okay. my go-to favorite. Aesop is obviously super nice. I love, oh my God, the name of the brand, I don't, I don't even know. It's like the Provence brand. You see, it has like the cool. L'Occitane? No, Provence? not L'Occitane. Oh no, the one with the white jar with the big font in neon yes, pink and yes. green. Yep. Oh, that one. Le Marseille, maybe, I want to say. I think so. Oh my God. If Jess Matlin were here, she would like, she has an encyclopedic knowledge. She would have been like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's so We amazing. will check the show notes, guys. We'll put the correct <laughs> name of it there because I know exactly what brand you're talking about. I also love Ceremonia for hair. Do you know that brand? Yes, yes. Obsessed. What are you using from them? Oh my God, I use everything. I use their shampoo, conditioner, their curl cream, their guava conditioner. It's amazing. I love that. And then I use like on day two hair, the Ranavat brand. They have this really delicious smelling jasmine hair oil. I'll use that on my ends. I love that. There's also this brand called Fig One. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's like a refillable no. skincare brand. They have a really nice vitamin. Did you say fig, like the fruit fig one? Fig, it's it, it's, but I think it's more like figure one. It's like fig oh, with a okay, little one okay, got it. symbol up. It's a really nice brand, and I love that it's refillable. That's cool. These are good ones. Also, very LA. I feel like your your collection is like Ranavat Ceremonia. Like I can see the vibes coming. <laughs> I love. Okay. I am a natural deodorant person. Like I have been on a mission to find the best natural deodorant. And I've probably tried 40 of them at this point. I will say too, I have an allergic issue with baking soda, so I can't use anything that has that. But I recently discovered crystal deodorant. Do you know what that is? They sell it at the drugstore. The old school one? Old school. Yes. It is amazing. It's been around for a while for a reason, guys. It's awesome. but I've heard this from other people. Have you? Okay. Because I'm I'm like, this is amazing. I'm telling all my friends. But it's like a stick of salt that you run underwater. So you have to like rub it on your pits and it's a little wet, which seems weird, but it works better than anything. I love that. I love Dr. Hauschka's leg and arm tonic. That's like if you want to just treat yourself very well to something special like before a bed or before you're getting on a flight, you can splash that on your arms and legs. I mean, like, what is a tonic? I just love that. It's just like, feels so old timey and great. Yeah. It's, it's just like a, it's like a liquid. It's like a yellowish liquid that just smells incredibly <laughs> herbal. The yellowish liquid yeah. doesn't sound that appealing, but it smells incredible and it just like reinvigorates and helps relax your limbs. It's awesome. Do that. Then we can spray our Mazhana spray and like, we're going to be totally <laughs> yes. refreshed all night. You're going to be so refreshed and relaxed. And then I love naturopathica. They have great stuff and it's an awesome price point. I use their, they have like a Manuka honey cleansing oil. They have a carrot seed oil that I use in the morning. And then they have this other like really thick, I don't want to call it a cream. It's like a bomb called Go-To Cola. I don't know if you ever use that. It's amazing. I love all of their products. And I forgot about the carrot seed and I rem- I just had a flash of the smell of it and it's such a good smell. It's so good. Yeah. It's like really herbal. 
And then I love for cosmetics, Aether Beauty is like my go-to for eyeshadow. It's the Color best. And things. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then Thrive Cosmetics. Oh, yeah, and they have recyclable palettes. Yes, don't they? their they're palettes like cardboard. are amazing. Yeah, it's like the first. I think it's like the first ever fully recyclable makeup palette. It's amazing. I second that. I will fact check that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. It's really good. That's great. Okay, we got, wow, I have like, I actually have some things now that I want to buy as well, but I'm also like really inspired by your story and the fact that you had such a pivot in the middle of your life. That's crazy. But I'm not going to let you leave without doing our Fat Mascara 5, which we do with everybody. Okay. So I hope you're up for a speed round. Yes. No pressure. Quick and easy questions. First, if you had to pick one polish color for the rest of your life, this is the color of your nails. Every time you see them, what would it be? Glitter. Glitter. Love it. I would okay. pick gold glitter for it's the rest of, of my life. It's kind of a cheat, though, because it has a lot of colors in it, but I'll allow it. Okay. What's, okay, <laughs> this is, a, where do I come up with these questions sometimes? What's the grossest thing about doing nails? Like the part of it, you're like, oh, I hate this part of it. I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of digging the gunk out from under people's fingernails, but it's part of the job. I get it. I get it. What's the best thing about doing someone's nails? Human connection and feeling their pulse in their fingertips. What? You can feel people's pulse in their fingertips? Yeah. It's just so nice oh, to feel that's connected. Beautiful. It's really, really nice. It's so special. I hope people aren't creeped out by the answer. No, not at all. Not at all. What celebrity do you think that you would be best friends with? And now I'm realizing you probably know a lot of celebrities <laughs> through your work, but who would be your best friend, you think? I feel like the person who comes to mind, it's, it seems creepy because he's a guy and I don't want it to seem like I like him or anything, but I feel like Eric Wareheim is so funny and he loves food <laughs> and I would just love to just fucking have dinner together and like hang out and chill. Like a double date with his wife and me and my husband. I feel like it would be a fun time. <laughs> Platonic friendships can be across yeah. gender lines. Come on now. That's a good one. Okay, last question. How do you wind down at the end of the day? I meditate every single night. I meditate every single morning also. So that's a big one. And like, I'm not really much of a drinker anymore. I do love an edible from time to time. And I mm. also love these adaptogenic drinks called Kin. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have a really nice— Because during dry January, everybody was like, have a Kin. Oh, they're great. They taste so good. They're delicious. But they're I feel great. like they're still—I don't know. It's still indulgent for me. Like, yeah. also water. Yeah, water. <laughs> but no, they're very good. Wow, you are like—you're fulfilling what I— I mean, I knew I've interviewed before, but I didn't get to know you as a person, and I'm like so happy to be connected with you now. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for coming on the show. I feel the same. Thank you. I love meeting other Philly people. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us, or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll 
know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 